Small details are big surfaces. Tight corners are odd shapes. Flat, rounded, textured, or tall. Whatever your next project, there's a spray paint pattern that's just right. Because Rust-Oleum's new Custom Spray 5-in-1 gives you control with five different spray patterns. So you can tackle nooks, crannies, edges, and curves without worrying about drips, runs, uneven coverage, or anything else. Custom Spray 5-in-1. Only from Rust-Oleum. If you're looking for plump lips that last, you need to know about Juvederm Lip Fillers. With Juvederm Volbella XC and Juvederm Ultra XC, your lip look, whether it's subtle or bold, can last up to one full year with optimal treatment and no additional maintenance. Find a licensed specialist and see if it's right for you at Juvederm.com today. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Add fullness to lips in adults over 21 with Juvederm Volbella XC or Juvederm Ultra XC. Do not use if you have severe allergies or a history of severe allergic reactions, or if you're allergic to lidocaine or the proteins used in Juvederm. Tell your doctor if you have a history of scarring or taking medicines that decrease the body's immune response or that can prolong bleeding. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. As with all fillers, there's a rare risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. For full, important safety information, visit Juvederm.com. Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. Malaysia is famous for Kuala Lumpur, the Petronas Towers, and its amazing food and beaches. But football is also growing in Malaysia. A football club from the southern region of Johor has become the most successful team from Southeast Asia. Its name is Johor DT. They recently won their 10th Malaysian league title in a row. What's it like to play for Malaysia's biggest club? And how did Johor DT become so successful? I spoke with the team captain, the club CEO and a fan to find out. My name is Sam Verraute and welcome to the 433 Podcast. Jordi Amat played as a centre-back for clubs such as Espanyol and Swansea City in Europe. He's 31 years old now and an international player for Indonesia through his family's Indonesian heritage. Jordi made the move to Malaysia last year to become Johor DT's captain. Here's Jordi Amat on his move to Malaysia's biggest football club. Well, it's been uh, amazing. Uh, to be honest, uh, I think it was the perfect timing uh, to join a GDT team. Um, Let's say that is the the best team in Southeast Asia. So I'm very proud uh, to be part of this uh, this family. Uh, to join a team that they have been dominating and winning for the last ten years. It's a it's a big pleasure and also a challenge as well to keep uh, winning and to try to 
to give my my best and my my experience to to the club. Yes, yes. So I it's have. nice. I understand, man. And uh, of course, you were, I think, in Belgium last before you moved over to, to Malaysia. And what was the thought process you had before making the move? Well, we were like uh, in the middle of the process um, for the passport for, for Indonesia. So then, uh, yeah, GDT uh, came to to Barcelona. Uh, I remember that we had a, a great meeting uh, saying about the 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 very good things that uh, GET has and that was a big opportunity as well for for me to to keep growing no and to to keep uh, enjoying football and trying to to win as well as many titles as as we can and yeah uh, for me it was a yeah uh, a very special moment because to have a uh, the possibility to to join uh, a great team like Johor, you know, uh, coming to to Asia as well for for the national team with uh, Indonesia, so it was kind of a, a mix, you know, because um, the the rivalry with the two countries. But yeah, in the end, uh, very happy with uh, Indonesia. They they uh, really like me, and I think we I, we get on very well. And also my time here in, in Johor, uh, it's really good. We had a, an amazing record this, this season. We are now playing uh, Champions League, so we are uh, in the middle of the competition. So looking forward to, to keep going and to keep, um, yeah, keep giving our best for, for the club. Yeah. Yeah, let's talk a little bit about your Indonesian heritage. So you are, of course, born in, in Catalonia, uh, in, in Spain, um, but you have Indonesian heritage as well. Can you tell me a little bit about your heritage and how you came to be an international player for Indonesia? Yes, um, my grandmother was born in, in Makassar. Um, and then uh, my great-grand-grandfather, um, he was a Raja of the island of uh, Siau. It's a, a small island uh, very close to the Philippines. And, and yeah, we always knew uh, that we had this uh, opportunity to, to join the, um, Indonesia, no? uh, first as a, as a citizen and then as a football player. But playing in, in Europe, playing in Spain uh, was kind of a tough decision, you know, to, to move all the way to other parts of the world. But uh, the last, uh, yeah, two, three years, we were like um, thinking and saying, why not we can explore uh, this part of the world? Uh, Asia is uh, growing up so fast and, and, and I think in, in the right way. So, uh, yeah, we had the, the opportunity to join uh, the national team. Uh, Indonesia was like very open from the start to, to do all, all the process. And I was like very happy, you know, uh, to have the possibility to, to defend such a big country as uh, as Indonesia, that is um, more than 280 million people. Um, and yeah, trying to to grow uh, as well with uh, Indonesia, you know, uh, I think they have a, a big, big potential to do uh, great things. And now we have the possibility to to also uh, perform well in the Asian Cup in, in January. Also, we have these uh, qualifiers for the World Cup. So it's a very good moment for, for us. And I hope that 
goes well. Yes, yes, exactly. So to someone who's never been to Johor, how would you describe the club? Well, um, you can imagine, I don't know, one of the best clubs in Europe. Mm. Um, so you are in in the middle of, of Malaysia. Uh, Johor is it's a, it's a very nice place because um, we are also very close to Singapore. So this, uh, this helps uh, a lot. We have a... Uh, a big, uh, a lot of uh, communities uh, from different countries, you know, uh, Chinese, uh, India, uh, Malaysia, of course, uh, then people from Singapore, people from Indonesia. So it's quite uh, international and, and very open. So it's, um, uh, it was a, a surprise for me when, when I arrived in a very good way. So my family as well, um, we get... Um, Comfortable here. Um, my wife just opened a cafe yeah. here as well. So imagine um, uh, how good we are here, and and we are trying to 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 yeah to, to enjoy uh, our time here in in Asia. So last question: What are your personal goals for your time in Malaysia? What do you want to achieve? Well, uh, I love to to win. Uh, I race uh, as a kid. With this uh, winning mentality in, in Espanol, winning leagues, uh, tournaments. So now, my for my personal uh, objectives, uh, I will say to keep winning uh, leagues, uh, as many trophies as I can, and also with uh, Indonesia as well. Let's uh, try to win uh, a tournament with for, for the country and do also a. Good performance, you know, in Asian Cup that I think is uh, is going to be uh, a very big moment for for us. And let's hope that uh, also uh, I can grow with uh, Asia as well, you know. So trying to to help uh, GDT, try to help uh, Indonesia, and yeah, uh, if it's like this, I will be a, a happy man. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass!" So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. Why don't more infant formula companies use organic, grass-fed whole milk instead of skim? Why don't more infant formula companies use the latest breast milk science? Why don't more infant formula companies run their own clinical trials? Why don't more infant formula companies use more of the proteins found in breast milk? Why don't more infant formula companies have their own factories instead of outsourcing their manufacturing? We wondered the same thing. So we made Byheart a better formula for formula. Learn more at byheart.com. All right, so that's the player's perspective. Now let's hear from the CEO of the club, Alistair Edwards. Johor DT is led by the crown prince of the Johor region, a man named TMJ. Alistair Edwards was recruited by TMJ to help build up the club. Here's Alistair Edwards on his journey with Johor DT. Malaysian football was in a bit of a doldrums at the time. Um, 
good, a good standard, but it wasn't run as well as um, the European clubs and the Japanese clubs and things like that. So we started collaborations, firstly with uh, Borussia Dortmund. So Borussia Dortmund was a collaboration and they helped us set up the initial parts of the academy. TMJ has an amazing amount of contacts throughout the football world. Um, Peter Lim, who was the owner of Valencia at the, at the, at the time and still is, he had a collaboration with him after the Borussia Dortmund, and that's where we started to implement the the, the philosophy in terms of way that we wanted to to play. And what we had to do there is we had to start an academy, because when TMJ took over, there was one club, just one club, three foreigners, and just the usual thing. And now, if you fast forward, we've got you know fifty seven foreign staff. We've got an academy from under 12s all the way through to the to the first team. We've got a feeder team that is JDT2. So that was the the what you need to do is build it from from the from the bottom up and that's what we we did. We changed the the way um, that the, we, we call it the JDT way. It's the way that we as a club and TMJ particularly as a club, he wants the the team to play. And to, to enable us to do that, we had to then recruit the right people in terms not only of players but in terms of, of staff who were able to implement that. So to implement the vision and philosophy, there's there's the, the management part of it, which goes back to our strategic intent of having the three, the three pillars. We had to improve on our management infrastructure. We had to improve on our facilities and we had to improve on our, on our football. And we did that. And one of the interesting things about... Um, JDT, when I say it's comparable to a European club, we went to Valencia and did a um, thorough research and we had a collaboration with them. And a part of that was that three of the coaches from the academy come to Johor and help us implement the, um, the philosophy of the way that we wanted to go about things. Great people, great guys. And then that was in, um, you know, 2016, we started that process with um, the Valencia and the people that we brought over here from that time are still here. They're only supposed to be here for one year, loved it so much, really believed in the project and uh, we're a, a, small, a small club in Malaysia was able to not only forge great collaborations with big clubs like Borussia Dortmund and, and Valencia, um, among others, but we're also then they didn't want to go back. They wanted to stay here because they really believed in the vision of, of TMJ. They saw where it was heading. And that, that's the biggest thing about the, the club is that TMJ is an incredible leader in terms of his vision, strategy. Um, he knows the importance of getting good people. And he has, and everyone at the club has a clear, definite way of how they're going to be judged and how um, we want to look in the, in the future as, as a club. So when you started in 2013, not playing in any international tournaments and things like that, we then were able to get into the AFC Cup, win that, and then we're now in the process of uh, our continued domination of Malaysian football. And then not only that, but we put a huge focus on our uh, youth development, and we've got a number of players that are now breaking into the first team from that um, from that philosophy from the ground up. 
Sounds very good, man. And I really like uh, how you described that you built the club from the ground up because I think very often when countries with um, uh, a football culture that needs to be developed uh, throw money at football, they try to buy, you know, uh, players who've proved themselves, but uh, that's never sustainable. So this uh, seems to explain a lot why JD, uh, JDT is doing so well. So this 10th title, what does it mean to you? TMJ is really the cornerstone of all this. I think it's really hard to explain because TMJ is um, is, is obviously a, a crown prince, but he has an amazing um, understanding of, of football. He really has a clear and concise way of um, knowing what to do and, and and what things. So he's got some good people around him from a football background, from an academic background and also from a club development background to ensure that we've got a sustainable project going going through. Um, but it's just incredible how, you know, when we first came up to it, we were going for the triple championship and that was never, never, never happened in, in Malaysia. Or it might have, I'm not, I'm not too sure, but it never happened in Malaysia. We, were, we, we did that. And um, TMJ's next... Uh, directive or basically his next plan was to not, he didn't go to, I want to win four. He goes, I want to do the double triple. And so we all looked at ourselves and said, <laughs> fair enough. So we, we had the the plan, we had the strategy in that case. So this is what we're going to work towards. So from everyone throughout the club, from all the coaches that have been here, from all the support staff, from all the academy staff, they know that the objective from that day on was to go and win the, the treble, you know, the double treble. And so we worked hard at that. We, we improved the player recruiting. We, we strengthened our squads. We went on a worldwide search on players who have the heritage of, of one parent or thing. So we've got um, quite a few players that are, From, from that who have really strengthened our squad, who came in as, um, you know, mixed heritage players and now have been here for five, six, seven years and contributing not only to the, the JDT football but to national football in, in Malaysia. So that, that part of it has been um, fantastic. But if you ask me right at the beginning, there was two things that, you know, Actually, it's more than two, but two of the main things that I was going, yeah, I think we can get the facilities right because we we have the backing, we have the sponsors, we know have the know-how. Anyone can put in a facility, a great stadium, great training facilities, look after the fields and everything else. TMJ is very particular in, in the details. So we were able to do that. To have the best management infrastructure and that, yeah, we could possibly do that. Right? because we have the ability to recruit people who are experts in football in terms of developing the club and sponsorship and stadium management and all that kind of thing. Those were the, the so-called easier parts. But to dominate Malaysian football and to play at the highest level, that was the biggest challenge. And so if you fast forward now, um, where, to be honest, a lot of people um, laughed at the suggestion that JDT is going to play in the Champions League. Um, laughed at the chat, the, the, the thing that we are going to um, dominate football as much as we could because they all thought that, like you mentioned earlier, someone comes in, some bright young prospect comes in and wants to start a club and they don't concentrate on the right things, they don't 
really understand the concepts of um, having good people, having sustainability and things like that. So no one thought it was possible except for one person and also the real inner circle of, of JDT. And but looking back, um, when we had that first discussion way back in 2013, 2014, 2015, um, to say that we're going to win 10 championships in a row, playing in the Champions League, winning our group in the Champions League. And, um, you know, every year we've got improvement after improvement. You know, I would think, yeah, looking back, it was like, hmm, that's going to be tough, but we did it. Now, let's hear from a fan. What's it like to support Johor DT? Juan Budiman is a big fan of the club since its early days. I asked him what a match day is like at JDT. Here's Juan. Oh, match day in Johor is always about very, very warm atmosphere. You know, you always, there's, there's always friends or even if you don't know people, there's always very friendly people. It's always, you know, there's, we have a new stadium. It was just launched in a few, a couple of years ago. And it's, it's it's a big stadium. It's a very modern stadium. It's is you never seen like this in Malaysia. So you always have that feelings that whenever you enter the stadium, this is not Malaysia. You know what I mean? Hmm. Like okay, this this is like from Europe or or something that's definitely not Malaysia. It's this cutting edge stadium. So there's always that that good atmosphere. And this is actually the first stadium that is a football specific stadium. So the atmosphere is 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 off the chart, you know. So, and uh, Johor has always been very dominating when it comes to football. There's a lot of goals. There's a lot of celebrations. It's good vibe. And uh, the boys of streets, the biggest supporters of Johor, they're buzzing, man. Every single game, it's 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 a good feeling. Yeah, yeah. What can you tell me about the boys of streets, man? The the fan section, the ultra section. What's their story? Yeah. Okay. So. They're called Boys of Streets and they're like, they're even before, they started even before JDT started, you know. So there's, there's like, they know the struggles, you know. They, they they come when nobody come to the stadiums, you know what I mean? Like, so they were there since the beginning and they were everywhere. Every every time Joho plays at homes, every time Joho plays, even at the way, they just took over almost everything, you know. They just... Very buzzing. There's, there's, there are big crowds. They come from all over Johor, even all over Malaysia, and they go everywhere, Malaysia, Asia, everywhere, man. There's just really fanatics. <laughs> What are the biggest rivals of Johor? Mm, rivals. Well, Johor is. We never really see ourselves as having a rival. Everybody is a competitor to us. And since there's a lot of gaps in terms of football, we always say that JDT is JDT's own rival. You know, we don't really we don't really see other other clubs as our rival. It's just never been never been an issue to us. Hmm. The 10th league title. What does it mean to you? Well, league title for Johor is business as usual. <laughs> <laughs> so you know, it's always since since the beginning of the season, the expectation is always to win. What do you hope for Johor in the future? Well, when we first started, we always wanted to compete at the highest level, and that level is Asian Champions League. And we've been, we are the only 
club in Malaysia to compete in Asian Champions Leagues since 2019. So that is a good achievement. And not only that, we've been showing uh, quite a good progress, you know, as as a club. I think the last last season we reached a round of 16 and we want to either maintain that or we want to be better than that. Domestically speaking, we want to win as much as possible and we want to maintain winning uh, you winning with the brand of footballs that that we are proud of. That's the story of Johor DT, Malaysia's most successful football team. They built the club from the ground up, focusing on the youth, winning 10 leagues in a row. They now hope to achieve success in the Asian Champions League. We'll see if they'll succeed. Don't forget to check out all the other amazing content on the 433 app. Thank you for listening to this episode of the 433 podcast. On to the next one. Even on a budget, quality is non-negotiable. That's why Quince is the place to score high-end essentials at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Get your hands on buttery soft cashmere sweaters from just 60 bucks, Italian leather jackets, and so much more. And the best part about Quince? They exclusively partner with factories committed to safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Elevate your style without the elevated price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health-monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinarian developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Why don't more infant formula companies use organic, grass-fed whole milk instead of skim? Why don't more infant formula companies use the latest breast milk science? Why don't more infant formula companies run their own clinical trials? Why don't more infant formula companies use more of the proteins found in breast milk? Why don't more infant formula companies have their own factories instead of outsourcing their manufacturing? We wondered the same thing. So we made Byheart a better formula for formula. Learn more at byheart.com.